And welcome back to Tight and Loose Out. Brian Tag here, driver of the Nine Mass ACT late model. My next guest is a multi-time feature winner across all the Connecticut racetracks in the late models. He has won a few outlaw shows at Thompson when they did the outlaw race at the World Series. Bastard. I have never won the World Series or the Icebreaker. I'm not bitter. This is not about me. This is about him. This is Wayne Corey Jr. coming on the show. We're going to talk about how he got his start in racing uh, through the years, the certain tracks that he's raced at, the success he's had. Um, and uh, he's a family man now, too, so he doesn't do it as, as full-time as he'd like to, kind of like myself, uh, kind of, you know, works out good with the schedule that I got going on, so I can relate to him a lot. And uh, Wayne and I have never met before. Like a lot of the people that I've had on the show, we kind of just got in touch and uh, kind of wanted to have him on. Want to hear the racing story, so I uh, hope you guys enjoy. This is Tight End Yourself. All right, and uh, like I promised, uh, Wayne Curry Jr. is here with me to talk. Wayne, thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to talk to me. No, it's a a privilege. I'm glad, uh, happy to get the invite. Thanks Uh, for having me. I love that. This is cool just with technology that, you know, you and I could set something up with, obviously with the pandemic and everything, but people that I don't get a chance to talk to on the regular or even, you know, hang out with, this is awesome. It's a good little platform for us to... I don't know, just kind of, I've always, I don't know, I just want to meet new people, and I want to hear their stories, too, and I know you have a very interesting one, too, you know? Yeah, totally agreed. I mean, I, I and likewise with you, I mean, I know your name, I know, you know, I, I'm familiar with your racing, I, I know you come from a racing family, and we've never really gotten to, you know, meet or, or hang out, I mean, but, you know, I know you're, I feel like we could be teammates, though, I mean, you're a BFR guy, and... Uh, yes! We, <laughs> yes i'm so glad I, I saw i saw your pictures recently oh. getting out of the getting out of the shop there so car looks nice dude but bob does you know i was talking to mike bennett too he does such like he does such good work like really good yeah, work I'm, i feel i feel I'm, I'm happy that we you know hooked up with him you know a, a long time ago now but i'm glad, I'm glad we did that because it, it certainly helped us out that's what i i saw some pictures you know obviously bob's got a ton of pictures in his little in his uh his area there his garage and obviously your your picture's up there too and that's what kind of sparked I, I saw it up there and i'm like oh i gotta i gotta talk to wayne i gotta get wayne on the show too yeah that's cool i appreciate it so that's cool so you so so obviously you race late models you know i i know that a lot of people know that too but what i like to do is i want to go to where it first started what got you into racing obviously you are like me you come from the family background but just let's start start from the beginning and just uh, just bring me up to date. Just just go. Just yeah, go. sure thing, man. Um, so you know, my my father, uh, for, he was a first generation racer. I mean, he um, nobody in, in our family before him had anything to do with racing or cars or anything. But he was always you know interested from a young age. He was a he was a car guy. He started his body shop at a pretty young age, and you know, he was kind of busy raising a family, getting that going. So he never really got to do it, but you know, he got kind of to, to his middle age and he finally made it happen. And when I was a young kid, I didn't really enjoy going to a shop much, but, um, 
once he started racing and I got, you know, to be old enough to start going, he, he started racing at the park and he started in late models. And, um, you know, my, after going with him a couple of times, I mean, I was just hooked. I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't get enough of it. I started going, when I was like 14 years old and kind of, um, you know, I don't want to say sneaking in the pits, but like, you know, we had some, we, we had some favors. So it was, it was pretty nice. So I got, I, I started going to the pits when I was like 14 there and, and really never stopped. And so I started learning about the cars and I, I always wanted to race, but you know, he was just, he was early in his career really at the time. So he, he ran a few years at Riverside. Um, he, he ended up being the last late model champ there in 97. And then, and then they, took the division away and they moved to the trucks and um you know i was kind of waiting in the wings for for a while trying to get him to let me take over the seat but you know he went and ran sks at waterford for a couple of years and i was going to school so um right after i got out of college i you know he had he had bought this um old late model from a guy um and I didn't know him, Alani Mecto. Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. Did you know him? Yep. It was it was one of Bob's first ever late models, I think. And uh, so he bought this thing that was all beat. It was it was old. It needed a ton of work. And so I just started doing all the work on the thing. And I, I basically put the whole car together, you know, just like plumbing, you know, new parts, like everything from scratch. And I was like, hey, why don't you just let me uh, go take it up to Waterford and shake it down, you know? And I brought it up there and re- ran pretty well in it. And, and it basically ended up being the car I've raced ever since. That's the same car? It's the same exact car. I actually start. I, you know, I started the first like half a season. I started in his old Riverside late model and it didn't run very well. We didn't really know what we were doing too well with the setup when we got to Waterford. So I ran that thing for like a half a season just to get my feet wet and to kind of learn my way around, you know, handful of races. But then we put that car together the following year, literally the same car. I think we've made, might've put a front clip on it once, um, maybe like 10 years ago. So it's pretty crazy. The thing is a dinosaur. Oh my God. And it's still yeah. very competitive. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable, man. I mean, some guys have gone through like five, 10 cars, you know, in the time that we've, you know, just taken this one and, and we keep updating it and we, we make little changes here and there, but I mean, the thing's pretty, pretty damn reliable. Now you don't really hear that with like our kind of, you know, you guys have the um, more of like what the metric front, front chassis, front clip, the Johnson, is that what it is? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to run that anymore, but we do still run the stock front clip. Yeah. Okay, so you could okay you you can run different ones because so, it's like unheard of like our our cars for some reason people get sick of them after a few years even if it's a perfectly good front clip they want to wop it off and and put the newest latest and greatest thing on there. Yeah. No. Exactly. Oh, um, that's but cool. yeah, this thing is yeah, and you know, and Bob Bob put that clip on on for us, and we've run really well since and. Uh, so, you know, glad we hooked up with him. But, you know, I got my start just from being around racing growing up. I mean, I, I went with my father quite a bit. And, and in our neighborhood in Milford by his shop, there's a lot of racers. A guy um, named Ralph Solom, who was a modified yes. tour car owner for a long time. The Zero, I, right? That He had the Zero car. That's right. Lots of drivers over the years. But I helped him when um, Ed Kennedy and um, Nevin George were driving. I worked at his shop for a while. You know, just got some experience with those guys. And there's a ton of guys in our neighborhood, like, wow. you know, between him and, um, you know, like Ryan Stone um, has a shop right right next door. And so there's always a lot of racers in the, in the neighborhood to, you know, go and ask questions to, bounce ideas off of and try to learn stuff from, you know. 
I didn't realize Ralph had his shop. Was his shop right down there too, or did he? Was it somewhere else? No, it's right there. It's, oh. it's almost right next door to my father's uh, body shop in Milford. So you know, there was a time when when my father was running the park where, you know, between Ralph's cars, um, there were a couple other guys that the car that um, Gary Ferramani and Jim Mavajanis oh, drove man. at the at the at the park was down at my father's, like in the back of my father's shop. Some other guys were renting it out to to prepare cars there. So we had a lot of guys coming from Milford at the time, and and just uh, a pretty pretty cool racing network down there. That's wild, dude. I I didn't realize that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How long did it take you guys to get from Milford to uh, Riverside there? Because Riverside obviously is uh, it's in like Agawam, Mass, which is yeah, it's it's not bad. I mean, it's like an hour and change. It's it's really not bad. It's a straight shot, like once you get on ninety one. So it wasn't terrible. We've always come from a little further than some of the other guys, but um, you know, it's it's not bad. Thompson's a little bit of a ride, you know, hour yeah. and forty five minutes, I'd say for us. But um, yeah, it's not it's not terrible. That's funny. So your dad won the championship in 97 at the park. My my dad dabbled. He raced the park for a few years. I think they it was 86 when they paved it, I think. Is that when they paved it? It was a lot, it was I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I was 1 year old, so I don't know. Okay. All right. Nice. <laughs> but I, I how how old how old are you now? I'm 35. Okay. All right. So I've got five years on you. Oh, okay. I, you know, I say that too. Cause I'm like, I, I always say, I always think I'm a year younger too. I'm like, I'm, th- yeah, I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I think yeah, I'm 35. Dude, believe me, man. I, it feels like we started, it feels like I started racing yesterday. It's, it really is. People tell you that it goes by fast, but it really is pretty ridiculous. I oh. mean, it feels like we started yesterday. Oh, absolutely. My, my first race that I did was I was uh, dumb, I guess, and lucky enough to start. I did a world series at Thompson in the, uh, my dad's SK after he retired. And it was like that's, I was 18 years old. It was so crazy. Good for you. That's awesome. That's oh. a pretty, pretty, pretty fun way to start. I guess. I mean, the power steering belt fell off with like 10 laps to go, so that was like oh, the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's supposed to feel like this, Dad. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> I, I, I remember losing power. So I think we were leading a race at Waterford one time, oh. and I lost the power steering. It was pretty brutal. So you cut your teeth at Waterford, pretty much, right? That's where you started. Yeah, that's where we started. First handful of years, too. I think we ran like two, two maybe two, three years. Um, but we had, you know, good success to start. I mean, we I think we won a race the first full year that we ran, and we were running. The, the field was solid there. I mean, you had guys like, um, you know, it was like Corey Hutchings and Phil Rondo and Alan Coates and. What year was that? Was that like the O five? Like um... O two. I started there in like O two. Okay. I want to say. Okay. Um, I I ran there like O two through O four, and then I went to Stafford, and I think O five. Okay, because I remember didn't um was it uh Funkmaster Flex had some kind of race down there that he did? Yeah, we were there. We we had we had motor problems. We we actually swapped an engine in the pits. <laughs> Uh, that weekend of the Funkmaster oh. race, <laughs> we, I think we would have had a really good shot. Like you look at who was fast in practice and qualifying and stuff, and then the guys that were actually there at the end. I, you know, I think if you know we could have had a pretty good run, but we had motor problems. All the, the, and, and I borrowed a motor, and and I think we um we went out. We we ended up qualifying, borrowed the motor, and then the the, the vibration that I had in. In uh, practice and qualifying was still um, so bad. I didn't want to ruin somebody else's motor, so we, we ended up having to pull off. Oh, it was a it was a crazy race though. It was pretty fun. <laughs> I remember watching it on TV whenever they ha- they aired it. I'm like, oh my god, this is crazy. 
<laughs> yeah, it was wild. Let's get Teddy. Everyone wanted to get Teddy. I think because he, he was racing, he had a ride for that too, and everyone wanted. Yes. To, yeah. 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 Actually, um, Ra- Ralph helped get that car ready. Oh um, wow! It was. Um, I'm trying to. It was Billy Hess's car. A guy named Billy Hess from down south. Ralph okay. was good friends with him, and Ralph was good friends with Teddy, and. Um, you know, so they, they set up that deal. And, the, I mean, the car was unbelievable. They tried to slow him down like five or ten times, like throughout, the, you know, a couple oh. of days of practice and stuff. But, yeah. That's yeah. wild. Cool. Now, when, when, now, totally off topic, when, when Ed Kennedy, he drove like an ARCA car, didn't he, before? Like, I remember seeing him at Daytona in the Zero. Was, did, was that a Ralph, Ralph Solom car, too? Yeah, Ralph did everything. Oh, my he, God. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. They, I mean, he arca cars uh, bush north the bush north cars the tour cars i mean the guys you know really really smart i mean he he's uh i i trust him more with any with any race car than anyone else i know is he involved does he own anything still or what's what's his deal he's still got a couple he's he's got his tour car sitting around oh my one of these days i'll convince him to let me to let me uh run it yes Yes. Yeah, it's you know I'd I'd love to I'd love to run something else one of these days. I mean we've just always kind of run what we have and it's been it's been you know kind of inertia right like once you have the stuff and then we've got our guys we've got a pretty limited crew and and uh, limited help and we all you know we're all pretty pressed for time so we kind of just keep rolling with what we have. But I mean I've always wanted to do more. It's just it's a matter of the time commitment for for us you know. Oh, I totally hear you. The time, the people, the money. It's so hard to make. Yeah. Like you said, once you have, like, like we, we we do the late models, I mean, once you have everything, it's kind of like, well, we just keep doing it because that's what we can afford. Yeah, exactly. And... <laughs> exactly. Plus, I mean, I'd love to do I'd love to do more stuff. I mean, I, I really would. And, you know, we went through a long stretch where, you know, it was I was had a young family. I still have a young family, but, you know, just I, we stayed in it like just enough to keep going um, and to, to stay relevant, I guess, and yep. to kind of keep up with some of the updates. But I mean, you know, I would love to, to try to make the most out of the next handful of years and try to do a little bit more. So. I agree with you. I, you, 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 myself too. I, uh, I have a, what I have a seven month old daughter and I got a three and a half year old daughter. And nice. we're done. We're done after that. But you have uh, you you're, you got you have like three kids, right? Yeah, I've yeah. Got, I've got three girls. They're uh, twelve, five, and three. So oh, you know, nice! All start, across the board. Starting to get out of the woods a little bit with the with the younger ones. You know? Yes. Yes. So, and, That's and, awesome. You know, between between them getting a little bit older, and this year I used to travel a lot for work, so it was always hard to you know be gone whatever half the week and then you come home and you're like oh i gotta go to the shop for a, you know, a couple nights and mm-hmm. i'm gonna be at the races so you know it's it's not easy but this year with uh with covid and all that stuff going on i mean it was kind of a, a blessing in disguise for us because we um you know I'm, I'm closer to home i was able to make it to the shop a lot more we were able to run all the races so it was really fun you know and and i think i i tried to like for a lot of years try to you know, not, not put racing on the back burner, but like convince myself, I didn't, you know, I didn't like it as much as I really <laughs> did. I need, I didn't need to do it all the time, but you know, it doesn't go away, man. I mean, we, I, I, I love racing. It's a big part of, you know, it's always been a big part of, you know, life for us. And so, you know, 
I, I just, you know, I've come to accept that I, I love racing and uh, we're always going to try to do at least some form of it, you know? It's a it's a frustrating thing because like you you know when you don't have a good run or whatever you know I'll be mowing my lawn like a day after the race and I'm just thinking to myself I'm like obviously I still want to keep racing because that's all I can friggin' think about is how we can make the car better now while while I'm mowing yeah. the lawn. Oh my god! Tell me about it. I mean, I think we we probably live some pretty 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 similar lives that same way. I mean, you come home, it's like we race Friday nights, like, you know, it's Saturday morning, you wake up, I'm like, what did I do well last night? What did I, what did I screw up? Yep. What, um, and then, you know, I kind of, and then I bug my wife about it probably the rest of the weekend. And, she, you know, she, she kind of pretends like she doesn't know what's going on, but she really does. But she watch, she watches all the, she watches all the races. She's got, you know, she, she has her opinions. Like she, she, she pretends like she doesn't really get it, but she does. Yeah. They're funny like that. They, yeah, they, they know what's going on. Yeah. Now your yeah. daughters, they, are they, um, do they enjoy racing too? Yeah, the, they do. I mean, they love to come up and watch, but you know, given how far we are and how little they were, they don't, they don't come to, to the races in person a lot. Right. Um, you know, a couple times a year, maybe, but you know, the littlest one's getting bigger. They, they, they watched more of it on the, like Stafford did the, uh, the streaming thing this year. So that definitely helped. And so they had fun. They would talk to me about it the next day if they got to watch it. Sometimes they're just sleeping. So, um, you know, but they, they like it. That's cool. That's definitely a cool thing because uh, that's obviously you, you, you and me. You know, growing up watching our dads race, and I think it's. I, I remember it was a lot of fun for me when I was younger. So I, I, I hope that my kids will enjoy it too for however long I end up doing it for too. Yeah, totally. It's pretty. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, and I think I'm sure you were the same way. But I mean, you think back to growing up, and you know, you are where you are now, and you, you turned you turned out all right, and you know, you always had you always had something to do with the racing and it kind of keeps you out of trouble and, you know, keeps the family hanging out together. And otherwise, like, I don't know how much time I would spend with my father and I'm sure we would hang out with the families and stuff, but it's like, that's something that we've always done together. So, and I'm sure it was the same with you and your dad. It's the exact same thing. Cause my dad and I were talking, what are we going to do when we don't race anymore? He's, he's, he wants to buy a boat. He, yeah. wants, he wants to go yeah. fishing and hanging out. I'm like, all right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I guess it's definitely less frustrating. It's way less frustrating. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, believe me, we, we went through some frustrating years and some frustrating times. But, you know, I, I think that nothing could really replace the racing. You know, it's, no. it's there's just nothing really compares. So I think as long as he's, you know, as long as he's able to, to stick with it a bit and I'm able to stick with it, I think we'll do we'll, we'll, we'll keep it going as long as we can. But it's a small operation for us. You know, it's like I always I always bug him. I'm like, hey, you know, we should we should go get another car. Let's get an axe car. Let's go run some races. You know, I miss being able to run the world series after they change the rules. And so we try to, you know, get a little momentum, but it's just, you know, we don't have a lot of help. So unless we team up with somebody else, it's like, we're kind of, yeah, well, we'll see what happens over the next couple of years. That's funny because I'm always thinking, I'm always telling my dad, dad, I would love to try to get a Stafford late model because those cars are, they have more horsepower than the act cars and they look like they're so much fun to drive. Yeah, it's fun. It's a, I mean, Stafford and Thompson and Waterford, they're all so different, but you know, it's Stafford, it's, it's definitely for me, I think it's, it's the toughest of the three. Yeah. Um, you just have to be so careful and like, it's, you almost have, you know, you almost have to slow down to go, to go fast at Stafford, I think. And, um, you know, Waterford and Thompson were a little more forgiving, but, um, 
you know, hey man, maybe we should just do a you know a ride swap at some point, and uh, you know you could you could come run a race or something. There we go. I'll, I'll go race Thompson. There, there's, but, hey, uh, you could do the World Series. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we are teammates. You know, pretty so. exactly. I mean, I'm I'm number nine, and you're and you're ten, right? Right, close enough. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> So you, you bring up a really good point and I'm glad you mentioned it. Cause I was going to actually ask you about it, the difficulty and the different, uh, quirkinesses of each track. I, uh, I, you know, started off racing Thompson. That's, that's all I raced for a while. Uh, the best thing that ever happened was doing the act stuff and going to race these little bull rings and everything. Cause yeah. first of all, it makes you a better driver. And second of all, Thompson, it makes Thompson just so much easier to drive. If you can get around Waterford and, and Stafford, makes Thompson so much better. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, you're going fast at Thompson obviously. And, and, you know, there's just a, a part of driving where, you know, you really need to, you know, you need to step up your game and, and give it all you have at Thompson and, and really send it in. But, um, you know, when it comes to trying to make your car handle and, and, you know, your car being more, a little bit more sensitive to changes at some of the smaller tracks. I mean, it's just, a, it's definitely a different animal. And I feel like Thompson was a lot more forgiving. We could usually go and, you know, be somewhat close, you know, off the bat. And, um, you know, for me at Thompson was just more about, you know, really getting used to the the track and, and the speed and, and just hammering a little bit harder, you know? Yeah. You won, you said you won two, uh, two world series there, right? In the outlaw late models. Yeah, we tried for so many years and, um, you know, we were always close. We would always run, you know, top three, top five. And, um, you know, we finally won a couple of years in a row. Uh, there was actually one year where, where my father and I both raced in the same one, which was, which was oh, pretty man. memorable. That was, that was cool. That was the only time it's ever happened. Probably the only time it ever will happen, but that was, so the world series, it was always a thing for us. Like he would go and run the late model shows or the outlaw late models, he came really close to winning one or two of them, um, you know, in the Genties years mm -hmm. and, um, <laughs> and some others. I, I can't remember who else was winning, like when I was really young. But, um, you know, we finally we finally pulled off a couple, which was awesome. And those were some of the more memorable. You know, one of the years was like at the peak of the uh, the John Blewett victory yes. lane celebration. So it was really fun. I mean, we you know, I got down there and, it's, you know, the victory lane's crowded and everybody's screaming. You, you know, like uh, some of my buddies, you know, the Montour guys were, you know, coming down to victory lane, taking pictures, holding up the signs. Donnie Leah was going down time. there. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and I, like I'm fr friends with Doug. Uh, yep. We've been friends for a while. We actually used to work at the same place, but, you know, he, he came down and oh, it's, awesome. it's, it's fun, man. It's, it's that nothing really compares to the world series. That's why I, I mentioned it. Um, you, you haven't heard it yet, but I mentioned it in the intro, how, uh, you're a bastard for winning two of them because I haven't won an icebreaker or a world series yet. And I, I just, I'm <laughs> trying to, <laughs> you gotta do. this is, this is the year. Oh, this, I hope so. Your year. Got the BFR hookup now. I feel good, man. It's your year. I think the, the the one of the we were talking about how we how we love racing so much. I think one of the the best and worst things is winning a race because all that does is change you. Like, you know, it turns you yeah. into an animal. You just want to do it again and do it again. Yeah, you just want more and more. I totally agree. Yeah, you can't. I mean, it's it becomes very. Yeah, it kind of it kind of takes you over, right? Like it does. And we, and, you know, we actually we had some decent success in the in the past year. Like it was like the fall final the season before this past one 
we won and then we came back and won the opener, um, you know, at the start of this past season and got another, it's just, you know, yeah. you, once you get, you get on a roll, it's, um, you know, you, you miss it. And, and we went, we went a long time without winning a race at Stafford's. It was more, it was kind of embarrassing. It was kind of, it was really frustrating, but you know, I couldn't really get mad because we weren't, you know, we weren't putting as much into it as I know some other guys. Yeah were you know we were like doing enough to get there and enough to maintain it but so i couldn't really you know feel that bad about it but it's really frustrating when you're always close you know exactly and i know i know the past year and a half for us at thompson kind of the same thing it was between me with the family and my dad you know it's it's really literally my it's 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 like my dad works on the car because i'll be working and it's not like we have a ton of help either so it's like we kind of we got what we got and we're just going to try to make the car better at the track if we can but i know what you mean yeah no we're pretty similar in that regard i mean my father's my father has really picked up the slack um for this for our for our team you know he's he's an empty nester and i've got the young kids i mean when i first started when i was younger and i was working on his cars and then when i started running i mean i was at the shop you know every night all weekend i mean we you know put a ton into it and um you know, I, I, I wish I could I wish I could keep up with that level, but um, you know, we do we can. Right. Right. Can't rock the boat at both ends, you know. I, I you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I, I definitely definitely understand that for sure. That's why Thompson's schedule with six races this year and maybe you know, we're gonna do some some of that act uh that New England challenge that they're doing. Oh, good for you. Yeah, dude. You know, so Lee, so you raced at Lee Speedway before, right? Yeah, we went up a few times. Yeah. So that track is one of my favorite tracks to race at. It's, I tell you what, man, every time we've gone there, it's like, no matter what you do, you're always, you're, oh, you show up and you're loose, 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 yes. loose. You're like, it's like literally every single thing we could think of to tighten the car we had to do when we went to leave. Right. Especially coming out of turn four there. That just beats up yeah. the right rear so yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that feeling crazy. of speed there, like at Waterford, you feel the speed, you know. But but Lee, Lee and Waterford are the two tracks that I really, I feel like you feel the speed more so than others. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, that's cool though. You're gonna you're gonna go run uh, how much? So how many of those races are you gonna do? I gotta I gotta look and see because I think we have to run a certain amount, like between the Thompson six races, and I think I think we have to run ten maybe. So we gotta run. We gotta we gotta pick and choose and run. Uh, there's a certain amount we have to run that they count the the best finishes. So okay. I gotta look yeah. at the you know we're probably gonna do that. Waterford is on the list too, so we'll probably do Waterford and Lee. Nice. Because, yeah, I have to come. I have to come check one out. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I really do need. We need to get one of those cars. We just need to get one. Yes. and get it done. Yes. Yeah. There's plenty of them out there because people are. I feel like I don't know about you, but I feel like if people aren't getting a late bottle now, everyone wants to get a friggin' modified everyone right yeah, i mean with all with all the open shows i mean that's kind of the way to go uh, it, it could it could be the way to go either in, between the act cars and the in the open mods at this yeah. point it's like there's so many places to to run them i modified would be would be outstanding but it's just my dad said he'll never own one so i don't know yeah my 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 father isn't you know i think he 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 gets pretty comfortable you know doing what we're doing and and i and i try to you know, push the issue a little bit and say like, Hey, well, why not? I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll go, go buy the car. Like, well, you know, it's, it's just tough, man. You need, yep. you need a lot of help. You need a lot of help. You do. Um, and you, Cause you see those crews, you see guys with five people on the crew and they're still struggling because like you said, yeah. there's, there's just so much, they're just a different animal. There's way more going yeah. on with that stuff. 
yeah i mean we you know with with the guy you know with our limited crew and and um it's it's tough yeah i'm sure we'd we'd get there we'd probably still be you know mounting tires by the time practice starts you know yeah and what do you do do you leave the saran wrap on when you go out for practice i don't know Uh, I don't get it, but it's 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 fun. I, I think uh, we're both in a good position with the late models. It's something you know. It's it'd be nice because to drive something with those fifteen inch wide tires again after you drive something with eight inch tires, it's a little bit easier. I think it'd be easy, man. I think it'd be easy. I've only taken them out a couple times. I've taken SKs out a couple times. I'd love to do more. I mean, it was it was fun. I mean, it's you know, and, and it was only in practice, but I, I feel like. I, I feel like it, it's very doable. Whose car? Um, um, well, years ago, I took out this, uh, actually, the, the SK that Doug was racing at Waterford at the time is the number two car. I took that out in a practice. Nice. You know, um, and then, I, for, you know, to be honest, I, I don't remember the, the guys. I, I took one out at Thompson once in, in one or two, one practice. Oh, nice. Uh, because he had to, you know, he had to go do something during the day. It was my, my, my friend uh, Brett Le, LeBlanc's uh, car. It wasn't even his car, though. I forget who owned it. But he oh. was like, hey, you're, you're here. Just come take this thing out and practice. Was that uh, when he was driving the 50 car for Billy? I maybe. I don't. It was I, a white car? Uh, yeah, it was a white car. Yeah. I, I was racing an SK right around then when Brett was oh, when, really? when LeBlanc was driving for for Billy yeah. Ramsey. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. That I is met funny. those guys at the Bowl a long time ago. They used to come watch all the races, and they would come over and and you know he had a car for a little while, so we you know we got to talk and we were friendly and that's awesome. So yeah, I mean it's it's fun. I'd love to do more. It's just you know you have so much time and so much energy, and you have to kind of pick and choose. Exactly, because like you said, you know, there's the you can't really spend a ton of nights at the race shop anymore. You want to hang out with the family and the kids and yeah. everything. Yeah, so you know, if you know anybody looking for a, if a, a driver, you know, we could bring bring a little sponsorship, go run a few act races. Let's you know, see that, those act races are awesome, dude. Because they uh, before with the American Racer, you really couldn't beat the tire up too much, so you kind of just went. You were going the whole race. Hopefully, with yeah. the Hoosiers, it'll be like okay, we can relax for the first half of the race, maybe. Nice. I don't know. We'll see, because those Hoosiers are new to us, so I'm very interested okay. to try it. Yeah. They changed it up, so I don't know. We'll we'll see. So 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 Stafford this year, pretty much. That's what you're going to be. That's what your goal is. Yeah, we'll do. You know, who knows if we'll if we'll make it the full year. I mean, last year was 14 races, and it was really doable for us. I mean, the stat the season's long, man. It's like yeah. 20 20 some odd races, and it's long. It's long. We usually try to go hit the. Um, the Turkey Derby uh, at the end of the year down at Wall Stadium in New Jersey. So we've, we've done that a handful of times. Um, we were going to go this year, but uh, we, I, I, it was canceled because of uh, COVID. But uh, I try to do that again, and we'll see. That track has to be a blast in the late model. That <laughs> place is so much fun, man. Wow. Uh, you know, we've we and we've come close. I've had like three three second place finishes there and we like we're just dying to go and, and win and win that race it's like real frustrating but um it's so much fun it's a really fun track it's like i mean it just you think you think you feel you know the speed at waterford or lee but it's like the plate that's small and it's got the high banks and everything happens so fast and you're you know, you're kind of like driving up the hill on the back stretch, down the hill into into three, and it's like the sensation you get there is pretty pretty wild. It's a cool track. It looks like it. I've seen the in, the onboard camera from like Jimmy blew it out there, and it looks insane. Yes, yeah, it really is. It's it's just it's you know you come in and 
and you're you're just like and obviously it's me i don't run there all the time i'm sure you if you run there all the time you get used to it but you know you get out of the car and i'm like oh man this is just wild it's just a wild track <laughs> oh man i love it i do they have the act would, would i be able to use my late model down there or is it strictly like the the johnson clips like the metric front ends what do they do no you know like when i first started going there it was it was kind of the the metric cars and but now, I mean, and the reason I think we finished second the last couple times, I mean, they've got this, like, southern late model truck arm car oh, God. that's down there winning all the races. I mean, there's, it, you know, they, it seems like they've opened it up quite a bit, for at least for the year-end show. I mean, you'd probably be down on power in the ACT car, but. Probably. You know, but it might not be a terrible thing there either. Yeah, that'd be fun. Talk to Adam yeah. for that. Yeah. yeah. That'd be awesome. Oh, well, this is good. Well, hey, I appreciate you taking some time, man. I definitely want to do it again once the season starts back up and we have some actual racing stuff to talk about. Yeah, would love to. Absolutely. Hopefully hopefully we'll run into each other before then at some point, too. Oh, hopefully. Hopefully uh, maybe you go to the icebreaker. We'll see, because I think the icebreaker, yeah, that's before Stafford's opener. But I know yeah, that's I mean, a haul, dude. Like you said, what, hour and 45 from your house? Yeah, it's not. I don't mind the ride. It's you know, for me, it's more about you know picking and choosing when I'm right. You know, when I'm gone, when I'm racing, when I'm not. You know, so. right, right. But Weekends. I, I, I hope. I hope we can make it up there. Yeah, that'd be awesome, man. Likewise, now that um, now that the uh, the baby's getting older for me too, I hopefully can make some Stafford shows. I want to go out there and watch some racing this year. I didn't have a chance to do that in a while. Absolutely, man. Come on by. I will. I'll, I'll look you up definitely. All right. So, all right. Well, hey, well, thank you very much for coming on, man. I really appreciate that. Absolutely. Thanks for the invite. Anytime, buddy. I'll have you on soon, okay? Sounds good. Talk to you soon, man. Thanks, buddy. Take care. Yeah. All right. You too. Talk to you soon. All right, everyone. That was Wayne Corey Jr. Uh, That hell of a guy to talk to. I like talking to him. He's a nice guy. Thanks for listening.